In this episode, I wanted to share with you about the power of the heart. And this is something that I've been learning a lot about in the last few months. And I've recently completed a health practitioner training course with the HeartMath Institute, who are amazing. And I will put a link to their um, to their website on the bottom in the show notes. Um, I've also recently read a book called Resilience from the Heart, which is by the amazing Greg Braden. And again, I will put a link to that in the show notes. And I also recommend a film called Power of the Heart. So three links that I'll put in the show notes that I really recommend you check out if you want to learn more about this topic. But I really just wanted to, this is just a short episode, I just wanted to share with you um, some insights about the power of the heart. And the reason that the heart is so important and why I think this message is so important is that in the current times, we as a general society are incredibly disconnected from our heart and disconnected from ourselves and from our innate inner wisdom. And I talked a bit about this in in the previous episode, but these days we tend to live more from the head and the logical mind and overthinking everything and are not as connected to our heart's wisdom. And you may not even be aware that the heart has an amazing wisdom, but it does, and I'm going to share a bit more about that with you. So in terms of the work of Greg Braden, I've not only read his book, but I've also studied his work for a while now. And he was talking about how in the 90s, scientists made a discovery headway that really opened the door to the conversation about the power of the heart. And these scientists discovered that in every human heart, about 40,000 or so specialized cells are configured in a way that creates a neural network in the heart. So they're brain-like cells, but they're not in the brain, they're actually in the heart. And it's actually called the little brain in the heart, which sounds really cute. Um, But when the scientists discovered this, they, they also discovered that these cells actually think independently of the cranial brain. So they feel and they remember, which I just think is amazing. Um, And what this means is that every experience that we have, even the one that you're having right at this moment now, you are registering the experience in two different places. So a good experience or a sort of a positive experience isn't a problem. Um, You're registering it in your cranial mind and you're in your heart. But if you're having a trauma or a sort of very negative experience, it would still be registered in both of those places. And so if we try to heal that trauma, that stress, that experience, just by thinking it through or talking about it, you know, vocally or from our our mind, the healing can actually be incomplete because we've only addressed what's in the mind and not what's happening in the heart. And we actually know this intuitively. And Greg also talks about how he did an experiment years ago where he went to all these different cultures and around the world and every culture he went to and every age group he would he would ask the people you know where is your home and and they would put all put their hand on their heart and sort of say you know this is my home or I'm I'm here 
And we do this, don't we, you know, when we, when we talk about how, oh, I feel this way, or, you know, when we're talking about something that's meaningful to us, we often put our hand on our heart, we don't put it on, on, our, on our head. And it's almost instinctively like we know that the, that the heart is our, the seat of our existence and the, the seat of our being. And so when people talk about heart intelligence, what, what they're actually talking about is the ability for the neurons as in the neurons in the heart, and for us to communicate with the neurons in a way that's meaningful to those neurons. And those neurons are linked to a wisdom. It's a special intelligence that's right for us. So mine is right for me, and yours is right for you. And Greg says that any question that you ask this intelligence, it will answer you in a way that serves you in that moment. And it doesn't tell you anything dangerous or anything that would hurt anyone else. So, for example, I can feel in my heart and in my gut as well if someone is lying. I can tell if a place doesn't feel good to me, if something is off. Um, when we betray our heart, when we betray our inner guidance, we can often get like a sinking feeling kind of sensation in the body. And... It, it also, I believe, leads to um, feelings that I call soulful depression, which is kind of this, it's, it's, it comes from disconnect, it's from just not being connected to our heart and not doing what our heart really knows we want to do and what's best for us and what our higher self knows is best for us. So it's kind of almost like a, a, a self-betrayal of, of sorts. And I see... People, you know, whether it's clients or, or friends or even my, myself sometimes, I observe when we are not following our heart, when we are not connected to the wisdom of our heart, it can create these um, undesirable feelings. It can create these um, feelings of, again, as I said, it's kind of this soulful depression, just this feeling that, you know, something isn't right or that we're betraying ourselves. And we try and overanalyze things. You know, I particularly lately, many people want facts, they want data, they want logic, and they overanalyze everything. And I, I used to live my life like that. And, and in the last, particularly over the last couple of years, I've really learned to live from a very, very much from my heart. I'm led very much by my heart, but in order to be led by your heart and to trust in your heart, you have to really be connected to it. Now there's a technique where you can actually just touch your heart, so you can just touch your heart with your, with all of your fingers of one hand, or, or place your palm on your heart. And when you do this, your awareness will go to that place where you're, where you're touching. And you can bring your attention into your heart center and then slow your breathing. So just, you know, breathe in for a few seconds and then gently out for a few seconds. So you don't want to force the breath. You want it just deep but gentle and easy. And when you slow down your breathing, it tells your body that you're safe. And when you're safe... And when you feel safe, it's like a switch. It's like an emotional trigger that frees up 
the rejuvenating and healing chemistry in the body because the stress and survival chemistry isn't needed for you to feel safe. So when you slow breathing and focus on your heart, that is the doorway. And shamans and monks do this all the time, all around the world. And you can actually ask your heart a question. I find it works best when it's just kind of a yes or no question. So should I do this or not? Should I do this or not? Is this safe or not? Do I trust this person or not? This is a really important question because, you know, with everything that's happening in the world at the moment, I knew in my heart, my inner innate wisdom from the start months ago, that something was very wrong and that I didn't trust what I was being told. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of this does come from, you know, it comes from life experience. It comes from, um, from knowledge. However, we all have this innate wisdom and we all know what is right, what is right for us. And so when you're connected to your heart, you can just ask, do I trust this person? Is this right? Is this legitimate? Are they telling me the truth? Whatever the question might be, you know, should I go and do this? Should I go on that trip? Should I get on that plane? Should I book that ticket? Like whatever the question might be. And just just try it out. Just try it out whenever you have, whenever you kind of have um, something you're just not sure about. Just practice, just try getting connected um, to your heart and really get used to the feelings and sensations. Because as I said before, we've become disconnected. So we don't even really know what that feels like. And often when I, I ask people to, you know, what does your heart say? They, they can't even access it because they don't know what that feels like and what that connection feels like. So there is an element of just really trying it out. And breath work and meditation are excellent tools for getting you more connected to your heart and getting you into that place. Scientifically, this is very interesting because if you ask your head, because your brain is a um, polarity organ, so there's, there's the left and the right brain. And so there's always going to be a right, wrong, good, bad, success, failure. And if you ask your brain a question under pressure, the brain will go through logic and the ego loops that will keep you from making um, or coming to the answer. But when you ask your heart, the heart is not a polarity organ. So you consciously free yourself from those loops. And that's what's called heart intelligence. And often your heart answers before you've even finished the question. Now, this does take practice. But once you, once you start to really get connected and start to, to trust your heart's intelligence, it really can be life-changing. And so I pretty much live my life, it's not that I don't think, I do, I think a lot, but I really, um, I really stay connected to my heart and what my heart tells me is right. So sometimes even if, even if the logic to do something is there, or like the boxes are ticked, but my, my heart's just saying no, I always listen to it. And on the times that I haven't listened to it, um, I've regretted it. 
So yeah, I really just wanted to, to share that with you just as an insight to, to understanding how powerful the heart is and that, that our heart does have this amazing intelligence. And, you know, way more messages, many more messages go from the heart to the brain than the other way around. And this has been shown by the HeartMath Institute. And the HeartMath Institute have done like 20 years of studying this topic. And it's all, you know, very scientifically based. And it's really amazing. So if you want to learn more, do check it out. And also at this current time, the HeartMath Institute are... They are giving away their HeartMath experience, which is normally, I believe, $29. They're giving it away free. So I will put the link to that as well in the show notes so that if you want to take advantage of that, which I highly recommend, then you can just click on there and get it for free. Okay, I hope that's been interesting or helpful in some way. And... I wish you a wonderful rest of day or evening whenever you're listening to this.